I'm no expert, but I think it's worth talking to a doctor. Um, and you know, if you're not getting the answer you want from your doctor to look into another medication, then to do it. Because I remember when I went, um, for the birthing classes and the doula looked at me and she goes, I noticed you have a scar across your neck. And I said, I do. She goes, did you have a thyroidectomy? I said, I do. She goes, you're pregnant. I said, I am obviously I'm here very pregnant. (laughs) And she goes, um, she goes, may I ask what medication you're on? And I said, I'm on desiccated thyroid. And she goes, that's why you're pregnant. Wow. Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Welcome to the show, Sandra. I am so excited to chat with you today. Uh, Ditto. I'm super, super excited. This is also very strange for me because I'm on the opposite side of an interview that I'm normally in. So I'm going to try not to. Yeah. This is like reverse for you. right? I know. So, so guys, you're going to, you, you might recognize Sandra's voice because she's a very popular radio host here in Toronto on Z1035. And she's also a longtime client and strong girl. And I am just so pumped to chat with you today because I love your story. And I think your story is so important to share. Thank you. Yeah. Because like, we were just kind of chatting a little bit before I press record and it's like an, it's like an epidemic, like women with thyroid issues now. And let's go back to seven years ago Mm -hmm. and just share like what happened. Like, like I read one of your posts, like you literally took a bite of chicken and had to spit it out. Yeah. You know, it's really funny. Like there's, you have to listen to your body. And like one day I was like eating chicken, which is something I think many of us eat on the regular. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. this doesn't taste right. And then I might've had it like the next day. I'm like, gross. I have no idea what's wrong with this chicken. It's gross. It's not working. Uh, it tastes disgusting. And then I started kind of realizing it wasn't just the chicken. Um, I started getting really tired, Jenny, like to the point where I couldn't get out of bed. I'm like, am I pregnant? Like what's happening? I don't know. Like, I'm not like, you know, and those I- are pregnancy symptoms too. <laughs> right. Well, that was the thing. There was pregnancy symptoms. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll pee on a stick hmm, negative. Okay. And so there were certain things that I tried doing first. Um, and it got worse. Like I just was so tired and like, there's no reason I should be this tired. There's no reason. Mm. Then I noticed my hair was thinning. Um, and I just, I didn't look well. Um, and I guess the other thing, like I didn't really notice it was a big issue. And then one of, I, I was working and my receptionist said, you need to go to the doctor. And I was like, I'm fine. You know? Cause we're all like, we're good. We're good. And she's mm. like, no, Sandra, look at your neck. And I'm like, what about my neck? And I guess I'd realized that I had like a lump on my neck, but I've had like, you know, uh, strep throat and all those things like forever in my life. So I just kind of figured it was like an inflamed lymph node or something like, you know, um, uh, from maybe having a cold. 
And she's like, you should go to the doctor. I was like, oh, I'm good. But as things kept going, the food was disgusting. I was so tired. The hair got even thinner. Um, and I couldn't, like, I started putting on weight, even though I was like mm. going to spin class and I was weight mm. training. I had a trainer. I'm like, what is going on? Um, and then I finally went to the doctor and that's when they were like, um, you have nodules on your thyroid. And I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, like what, what does that mean? You know, and what is this thyroid you speak of? Because up until then I was like, I don't even know what that is because how frequently in your life, I mean, obviously now you, you were well-versed in it, but you know, seven years ago, I had no idea yeah. what my thyroid did or why it was important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and just to interject, so the thyroid yeah. gland produces hormones that actually regulate the body's metabolic rate. So it controls our metabolism, which is the main factor like with basically everything that goes on in the body and also weight loss, right? So if you're starting to gain weight for no other reason, definitely go and check your thyroid. Um, but it's also controlling your heart muscles. Like, yeah, everything, your digestive function, your brain development, your bone maintenance. And, you know, if, if these things are happening, so like you had dry skin, you had dry hair or your skin was dry too. Your skin too. Brittle nails. Was that one of the things that you had? Oh, and not that I want to admit this, but I was moodier than I had ever been. Like my moods were all over the map. I was just like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It controls all of your hormones. Yeah. And so, you know, there, I went to the doctor and he was kind of like, ah, I think you're okay, but you know, let's send you just in case. And so we went for like, you know, if anybody's had, um, thyroid issues and they, they take you for a fine needle aspiration, like that is the worst, the worst. Um, it's, it's basically like, it's like a biopsy on your, um, on the nodules Okay. and I, I don't do well with needles. Um, ever since the thyroid stuff, it's gotten a bit better, but basically it's just like a little tiny biopsy needle that goes in and they like take out whatever they can to see if there's any cancerous cells. And the first time they did it, they got nothing. They were like, it's inconclusive. And they're like, you let it come back. I was like, this is not a party. I like, do not want to do this ever again. <laughs> so like, truthfully, I went to my walk-in clinic before I had the next one. I was like, can I get some Ativan? And they're like, why? I'm like, I have to get a fine needle aspiration on my neck. They're like, oh yeah. Okay. Here you go. It's like, they were completely <laughs> understanding. Um, so I went and, uh, we went for the second one and the second one was inconclusive as well. And so when that happens, they obviously press things. They're like, you know, with all your symptoms and everything that is going on, we feel like you probably should have the surgery. And that's when they scheduled me to do, um, my partial thyroidectomy. Okay. And so when they did that, then that means they have some of your thyroid, like they take a part of your thyroid take out yep. and they do tests on it. Yes. To see okay. if there's any cancerous cells and whatnot. So um, my war wound right here, which you can't really see anymore, but they took half of it out, uh, did the test and they came back and they're like, you have thyroid cancer. I'm like, wow. Oh, and listen, you know, I'm so beyond grateful that um, it's, it was thyroid cancer because there's so many other cancers that are so much more severe. However, that being said in that moment, when someone tells you you've got cancer, it doesn't matter what kind of cancer you have. You hear those words, you want to curl up in a ball and cry. And like, you know, um, anything else they said at that moment, I I don't even know what they were saying to me. You know, you're like, what? Yeah. Okay. Now what? And they basically turned around. They were like, we have to go back in and take the other half out to make sure we, you know, if it is cancerous, we take it out. And so under the knife, I think, I think the interesting part of this entire thing um, too, was when this all happened, it was the year my husband and I were getting married. Oh my gosh. And we were getting married. Um, and 
our wedding was just like a, a couple of months away when we did the second surgery. And so when they did the second surgery, um, they took out half the thyroid and, and in doing so somehow, uh, my vocal cords were damaged. So I had no voice for a month and it was like literally a week or two before we were getting married that my voice came back. And obviously like, given what I do, yeah, kind of a problem. You depend um, on your voice. Your right. Voice my husband was like, this is amazing. I don't have to hear her, <laughs> but you know, um, you know, my voice is my life. And I was, I was, I was fearful. I would never get it back. And so all these things are happening. Like I've got cancer. Uh, they've now, now I have no voice. Like, oh my God, my life. And then, um, you know, we got married and my voice came back and things were great, but then, you know, not every person has to do this, but apparently just the way that my, my thyroid cancer went, I had to do the radiation therapy afterwards. So okay. it's a radioactive iodine treatment, which is quite terrifying when you think about it, because they, they put you, I was in quarantine in the hospital. So they put you in this room. Um, my husband was in with me for a minute. My doctor comes in and he's got like, you know, those little nesting dolls type things. And he's got mm -hmm. this little nesting doll and he opens one thing and then he opens a thing inside of it. And then this other thing. And then there's this <laughs> inside, there's just this tiny, tiny little bottle with this itty bitty pill. And he's got these giant gloves on and like tongs. And he's like, open your mouth. I'm like, Oh, what oh, is that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Everything points to no, but I'm going to do it obviously. Cause it's going to make me feel better. And I did. And I took it and he looks at my husband and he goes, you got 10 minutes. You got to go or else. And my husband's like, or else what? He's like, just go in 10 minutes. No longer. I'm like, Oh my God. They shut the door on me. I go in quarantine for 24 hours. Um, and that was kind of it. And then I had to quarantine at home. Um, and that was kind of how they destroyed the remaining cells that could have attacked. Wow. And that was a one-time treatment. One-time treatment. You know, wow. um, there was an opportunity if I needed to go again, if there were any cells that had appeared that we would do it again, but, um, yeah. And then when they had given me that, um, uh, the radiation pill prior to that, they had mentioned to me that because the intensity and because you're swallowing like a radioactive pill, that there was a very good chance I wouldn't be able to have kids. And truthfully at the time, it wasn't really on my radar to have children, but that moment when they tell you that you can't because, or you know, you know, may, might not be able to, because of this treatment, you're like, oh, well you're now taking my choice away. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like I don't, I don't have a choice in this matter anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, there was so many emotions and so many things. I was just grateful that we were able to kind of tackle it so quickly. Um, and then, you know, as you know, now I'm, I'm a mom of a, of an almost five-year-old. Right. Um, and That's that was, amazing. that was through research on, you know, what kind of medication could work well for my body and advocating for myself. Absolutely. I want to get into that too. Mm -hmm. because, um, I think that's really important. You need to be your own health advocate. And I love sharing this because there's so much positive that has come out of your situation. Like women who have thyroid issues or they, they have their thyroid removed are constantly told things like you're, you probably will never have kids or yep. you probably won't be able to lose weight the same yep. way, or you have to just accept your body a certain way. This is and how like, it's going to be. Yeah. You're going to yep. gain weight. And it didn't, you said no to all of that. And I think that's super empowering because you just, you didn't give up on yourself and well, yeah. thank you. I, I do have to credit you for some of that though, because I know like with my, when it came to choosing the medication and whatnot, I had chosen it because I saw a bigger picture, not just like one. Um, and listen, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I have, I'm on desiccated thyroid, which is a natural 
thyroid medication. It was like the first thyroid medication out there. And I'm very fortunate that my doctor is very supportive of that because not many Mm -hmm. doctors are, and that's not a hit against a lot of doctors. I just don't know that they go in depth to know why this would be beneficial. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and there's elements in a desiccated thyroid that really help support thyroid function or lack thereof. Um, so, you know, if you aren't feeling hundred percent on your synthetic medication, I'm no expert, but I think it's worth talking to a doctor. Um, and you know, if you're not getting the answer you want from your doctor to look into another medication, then to do it. Because I remember when I went, um, for the birthing classes and the doula looked at me and she goes, I noticed you have a scar across your neck. And I said, I do. She goes, did you have a thyroidectomy? I said, I do. She goes, you're pregnant. I said, I am obviously I'm here very pregnant. (laughs) And she goes, um, she goes, may I ask what medication you're on? And I said, I'm on desiccated thyroid. And she goes, that's why you're pregnant. Wow. Yeah. And so hearing that, like knowing that I was not okay with just the first offer of medication and choosing to do the research, choosing to think that this might do better and learning afterwards that that medication could have supported me in getting pregnant. It's huge. Yeah. And I love how you said do your own research, but also be okay with getting a second or third opinion. If you're like, not happy, but that's the yeah. thing. Why are we always okay? And this is like, why, yeah. why are we okay yeah. with the first answer we get yeah. from our doctor? Yeah. Yeah. You know I, why? Yeah. I, I I'm, I, I've shared this story many times, but when I was going through the miscarriages, I knew there was something else going on. Like mm-hmm. I knew it was just a symptom of what was going on in my body. And my doctor wasn't getting to the, the root of the problem. So I had two natural paths. I had two other doctors that I went to. I put myself on all these lists for fertility clinics because I was like, no, like there's something else going on and I want to get to the bottom of it. And I'm not just going to like here. Okay. Try again. You know, at that age, 35, I, I wanted, I wanted to, you know, work on it right away. I didn't want to let time go by. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, again, you advocated for what you knew in your heart could be Mm -hmm. right. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's really, that's again, you know, going back to the start of it, like you know, had I, and I've heard many people have issues with their doctor afterwards. They're like, we're tired. We're not, you know, we're gaining weight. Uh, food tastes funny. My hair is thinning. My skin is, everything is brittle. And the doctor's like, you're fine. We tested your like one level of thyroid. I can't, yes. you know, and there's more, you need a full thyroid panel to know what's going on with your thyroid. You do. Yeah. yeah. You can request that. And if your doctor doesn't want to give it to you, mm. then you go and you find a doctor that will, yes. or in my case, I just paid for it out of pocket and I, I, I could do that, but I just wanted to, I wanted to get it done quickly because you need to get all of the levels tested in your thyroid. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I mean, and then it's, you know, I had my son and, um, and now, and it's interesting too, because when I ended up being pregnant, I had to go back to the synthetic medication. And I think it's really important to notice too, if you do have a thyroidectomy and you are on medication, they will likely put you on the synthetic medication when you're pregnant because levels in desiccated can fluctuate like very slightly, whereas levels with like a synthetic medication are finite. So they will kind of play with that. And then you can go back to whatever you want after you've had your child or, or whatever it looks like for you. And were you able to breastfeed as well? Or did you go back? And so I did breastfeed for a bit. I will say that I did find it more difficult. I mean, God, it's always an adventure for women. I don't, yeah. <laughs> Listen, if your baby is fed, yeah. If your baby yeah. is fed, good. Yeah. Um, we did go in the breastfeeding journey and we were able to do so uh, for, I think like eight months. And then I noticed that my supply wasn't getting, like, wasn't very great. Um, I also so- ended up uh, getting my cycle much sooner in my, you know, postpartum. Like I got it, mm-hmm. like my son was born in August and I was back to my cycle in December. So everything started getting affected by then. Yeah. 
Um, and I do, I do think that that was probably because of the thyroid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went on that medication. I can't remember what it's called to like bring in your supply. Um, and then that was a terrible mess. And I just went, okay, you know what? We're good. You're chunky. We'll go on the baby Brisa, you know, and we had the baby Brisa and they, you know, that was that my son's thriving. So um, we tried and, you know, whether or not it was, I do think it was the thyroid, but I mean, it's still, I still was able to breastfeed. Awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. Um, I think too, it's, it's important to know, um, I mean, you probably didn't have to do this because you, you, you currently don't have a thyroid right now. Right? I do not. It, 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 they took it, it all out. Okay. It so is that's important gone. to know because when you came to me, um, you know, you wanted to level up your fitness goals. You wanted yep. to get in shape. You actually wanted to see the results from all the work that you were putting in. Right. Yeah. Um, and we were able to do that. Like we were really able to do that together. And, and I know that you were like, I, I don't know if my body's even going to like respond because I have no thyroid. Right. But we did it. Like, how was that? Like, well, I think it's journey? so interesting. And you know, I'm so grateful for you coming into my life because, you know, as many women who share their story of their journey, many of us have tried all of the things, you know, the no carbs, the no sugar, clean eating, like whatever it is. And I had hired some coaches online, um, the year kind of leading up to finding you. And it was just like, oh, thanks for the generic food plan. Thanks for this. I'm like, can you help me? I have no thyroid. Are you going to be able to help? They're like, sure. And then like, just nothing even about it, you know? And so when I came across you, um, I remember like creeping in the background, like many for a while. And I was like, let's see these transformations. And I started looking, holy crap, like, but, but I was always like, but can she help the girl with no thyroid? Can she do it? (laughs) And I finally like, you know, for lack of words, got off my ass and I messaged you. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And uh, I think I'm pretty sure one of the first things I said on our first phone call was I have no thyroid. I cannot lose weight. I don't think this will work. And you're like, basically you said like, try me (laughs) like game on (laughs) game on. I'm up for the challenge. Let's do this. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, I haven't had to I think it's really important to note that there hasn't been any weird food things that I've had to navigate in, in my entire strong girl journey. Like I haven't had to, because I have no thyroid, like not have, I don't know, like I've been able to enjoy every single thing that I would normally enjoy regardless of my situation. Hey, I'm going to interrupt the show because I have to share one of my most favorite pieces of home equipment slash travel equipment. And if you love to work out as much as I do, then you're going to want to check out Max Pro Fitness. This is so awesome. If you're following me on IG, coach underscore JVB, you will see some of the videos I posted with the MaxFit Pro. It's a full cable system that folds up into a backpack and you can legit bring it anywhere or pull it out. Like it's so easily stored. And for all my fellow strong women out there, there are 50 resistance settings from five pounds all the way up to 300 pounds at the turn of a dial. And the entire system only weighs 10 pounds. I love it so much that I have partnered with them to offer you guys $100 off your purchase. So I'm going to include the link in the show notes. Be sure to check it out and you're going to save $100 off the full cable system that folds up into a backpack. Oh my God, guys, you are going to love it. I hope you take me up on this opportunity because you are not going to be disappointed. So what was one of the things that you were 
that you did differently with me than maybe you weren't doing before before? Like what was kind of that missing piece of the puzzle? I think nutrition was huge for me. Um, because I think, uh, like many, we, we think that eating too much will lead to like, you know, as a strong girl, we eat like strong girls eat, eat. we eat. Um, and so I was definitely not eating enough or not enough, the right things. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was a, like a lot of salads, not a lot of carbs. And I knew better. Like I, I knew better deep down, but I was like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not losing any weight. This obviously if I eat leaves, it will be okay. You know? <laughs> and, uh, um, also I think the accountability was huge too, because, um, I had nobody to be accountable to before that, you know, I, and, um, obviously I had to be accountable with my check-ins with you, but I also started being more accountable to me. Mm, That's awesome. Yeah. You, you, you need to be accountable to yourself. Like it helps to have somebody to check in with, right. But you ultimately need to do it for you. Right. Well, when you're writing out, do it for you. Exactly. And when you're writing out your bi-weeklies and you're writing out your, your, your food and whatnot, you can lie all you want. You can lie all you want. You're like, I did not have that latte, which by the way, has been like the biggest problem in my life. My entire strong girl's journey. Um, true story. What is it? Everybody's like, I can't have chips or I can't have this or like whatever. Like I struggle not eating this. I'm like, I get lattes. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, you're only lying to yourself when you're, when you're, you know, writing these things out and you know, I don't know. It's just being accountable to you and like looking in the mirror and going, okay, well, this is where I may have, you know, deviated, but you know, as we've learned correct and continue. Yes. Yes. My favorite line. People are probably sick of me saying it, but, but it's true. It's so true. Yeah. It's true. Like Jenny, I just mentioned to you the chaotic weekend I've had. Mm-hmm. And listen, I legitimately said to you, I was not on plan. I have done all of the drinking this weekend because of my feelings. <laughs> and like, I'm not, I'm not sitting here beating myself up today. I'm like, okay, when I get home today, I'm going to go, you know, eat some vegetables, have some water and get myself back together. Exactly. And that's, and that's, I think is a huge turning point for so many of our, our girls is that when something comes up because life is going to happen, like it's, 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 it's inevitable, um, to just like not throw in the towel at that point, just correct and continue, move on move on, get back on track after don't beat yourself up. Hallelujah. Exactly. I mean, I think one of the biggest things, um, that always had me worried and, you know, I'm sure you've heard this many times is, you know, there's oh well this weekend I've got this coming up or, you know, I'm, I'm just not like in a good headspace right now. Like there's always, there will always be something. There will always Mm -hmm. be something. Yeah. Uh, There will never be a good time. I've heard you said it so many times in your podcast. So why are you waiting? Like if you want it, you will get it. If you don't want it, then you won't try. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, absolutely. um, and there was a point where I was like, I need to call, like when I called you, I remember seeing a picture of me, I was laying on the beach in Florida and I was like, Whoa, well, that's what I look like. Huh? And it was like, I, I never really saw myself in any other way, but I looked at that picture. I was like, that girl does not look happy. And it wasn't necessarily mm. my weight. It yeah. was looking at that person who wasn't happy. Yeah. yeah. Um, who had, you know, just become a mom was in a different town. Um, who had been fighting these thyroid things, doing all the blood work and not getting any results from the hard work she had been putting in. And then in comes Jenny. (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, I I think that you've seen this too on social media. Sorry, Mm. this kind of sparked something for me is Mm. that women should love themselves regardless. And I totally believe that too. I also think that it's okay to want more and it's okay to want to be your absolute best self. So you can show up as your best self. 
You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't showing up as my best self, regardless of um, the, the, the scale and the weight or whatever it was that that wasn't, you know, that was a byproduct of how miserable I was in whatever else was happening in my life. And yeah. like you said, I wanted to show up as the best version of me and Jenny becoming a strong girl has changed my life because it also, I don't want to like be dramatic, but that's like my jam. Uh, <laughs> it like saved my life in a way, mm-hmm. you know, we went into the pandemic. As soon as I started working with you, we moved home to be with our friends and family. We couldn't see anybody. We're like, Oh, this is awesome. <laughs> like we go into lockdown. Um, and I just turned my attention into learning how to meal prep, coming up with new recipes and lifting, controlling what you could at the time. Exactly. Controlling yeah. exactly what I could. Yeah. And that was me. And you did your first photo shoot. Yes. Professional photo shoot with Paul Lucetta. Yeah. You look incredible. Like I, yeah, you were just shining that day. I got to, yeah. I got to meet you in person and give you a hug. And yeah. I mean, you've kind of been in the spotlight, but I feel like that day, it was just like a turning point for you to see yourself in that light. It was a completely different way of looking at myself. I mean, yeah, like I've been in behind, I hid the, I, I joke that I hide behind the microphone. I hide <laughs> behind a microphone. Like I never, I don't like public speaking. I don't like being on a stage to talk to people. It makes me nervous and I want to barf. Um, but if you put me behind a microphone where people can't see me, I'm usually good. So to go into a situation where I'm like in front of Paul Busetta, I'm like, ah, <laughs> I'm so sweaty and gross. I'm so nervous. But then it just, something shifted and Paul makes it so easy, as you know. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, supermodel, let's go. Um, and it was, it was a blast. And, it, and it was empowering because it reminded me of all of the journey that I have been on and how strong I am aside mm. from lifting, lifting weights. I love that. And you did some empowering photos like on the bike and everything. And you were just, you were shining and thank you. And yeah. And, and I know that like, that was, that was a, that we celebrate kind of like, I don't like to say the end of the journey, but we celebrate where you're feeling your best and that's how we celebrate. But Mm -hmm. I tell this to so many women that it's just the beginning when they do that shoot. (laughs) And I've heard you say that in so many podcasts, like leading up to my photo shoot, I I, I think I made it, it was with Shauna, your podcast with Shauna. I remember it was something along those lines. Like it's just the beginning. I was like, what does she mean by that? And that day I remember walking out going, damn, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And then it, it is. And you like from then since now have gotten so many awesome opportunities. Like let's talk about those. <laughs> I forgot all about them. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah. Um, I managed to get, uh, two endorsements with Peloton, um, through work and, you know, my, my love of my Peloton, which, you know, if, if you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen my story, like part of before, just before I met Jenny, uh, and hired Jenny, <laughs> I was literally at home, like watching a movie one night, drinking a bottle of wine, eating a box of cookies. And I was like, what's this Peloton? I'm like scrolling through my phone. Uh, and you know, how you kind of get like sucked into those rabbit holes. I'm like, do, 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 do. that is my Peloton completely forgot. Cause I had all of my, my, my wine. And like two days later, it's like, congratulations. Your Peloton is on this way. I was like, Oh, oh, oh yeah, this. I did order one, which is, it's so funny to see like what a state I was in when they ordered it versus you know, um, this past fall and winter when I actually am doing an endorsement on how much I love it and how it, you know, came, uh, became such a huge part of my, in my journey. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, through your work, but also like, because you started like you that was it. look like a fitness model now, like you literally yeah. look like 
a fitness model. And, and it just, it was all the same. It was mm-hmm. all, you know, all these things that kind of like kind of pulled together. And then you decided to do a strong formula certification yeah. with Sarah, Vincent and myself, because one of the things too, when you're going through this and you finally find yourself, you want to pay it forward in some way. Yeah. And I think this is like the next step for you. Would you agree? Yeah. I think, I think at the time when you offered the strong formula, I'm like, I just want to learn more. Like I want to do more. And mm-hmm. I'd already, I'd already started taking like my NASM at the time. And, uh, it, you know, I was, um, in the middle of some stuff at work where like things were shifting. Um, so I, I kind of put that to the side and then strong formula came around. I'm like, I got to learn this. I want to learn more. Um, and then it's definitely become something where I, I want to help because I know what it's like to feel like you have, there's, there's just nothing that will work. You just feel hopeless. You're like, I don't, well, this is what it is. Like, I know what it's like to feel that, but then I also know what it's feel like. It feels like to finally find something that works. That's not bonkers. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like I am not, let's be, I have a Peloton. (laughs) How frequently do I use that Peloton though, Jenny? Like it's like, I'm not on it every single day. No, it's part of your program. It's part of my program. And I am, I am, you know, Schwinn certified. So I do like to ride it, but, um, it's not part of my program. Like I'm not, on like a massive cardio thing, like not yeah. eating just lettuce and, you know, isn't it know. funny when people ask like, Oh my gosh, you must work out like two or three hours a day. It's like, no, actually no. I no. don't. It's not. No. Yeah. No. It's and for- it, Yeah. Go on. It just, it, it fits into your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to bring this up right now because <laughs> I was getting up at one point to get it in before my people are like, Oh, I don't have time. I've used that. I don't want to say it's an excuse, but it's, it's an excuse because I have struggled with my timing. I was getting up at 6 a.m. every morning to get ready for work, leaving for work and not getting home till three or four in the afternoon. So, you know, I didn't want to do it at night. So I made a point of getting up at 4.45, getting it out of the way. And mm. yeah, it sucked getting up at 4.45. It was like, oh, this is the worst. But after I was done, I'm like, okay, done, out of the way, right? Now waking up at 3.30 in the morning to get up for work, I'm not doing a workout beforehand. Yeah, um, yeah. but so when do you get it in now? Usually when I get home. So yeah. usually I'll get home, I'll have some lunch, digest a little bit, and then I'll get my workout in probably around one. Um, okay. I have, I have been ambitious a couple of times and set my alarm for like two 30 in the morning to try to do my workout. And then I hit snooze. It's like, I'm not getting up two 30 in the morning. That's bonkers. And this is because you have to be in the morning show. I have. Yeah. yeah. I, so I work mm-hmm. the morning show at Z1035 and I'm up and I'm on air. Uh, we're on air at six. I'm at work for, you know, four 45, five o'clock. It's really about looking at your schedule and just figuring out like where you can squeeze an extra 45 minute. And most times than not, it is just waking up a little bit earlier than what you normally would. Yeah. And I think you and many of the strong girls, um, and people on your show, it's also, you know, putting it in your calendar and being Mm -hmm. accountable to it, right. Make it, make it a non-negotiable. Absolutely. Stick it in your calendar, have that alarm go off Yeah, because if it's not in there, we all get busy. We all get busy and we end up pushing things off that are for our own sanity and our own health. Yeah. So schedule, schedule that baby in, do it right now. If you haven't. Exactly. Sandra, thank you so much for coming on. I'm, I'm just really excited to have you be more a part of what we're doing with the thank strong you. girls. And you know, that we have, um, our, your best body 90 day program. I would mm-hmm. love for you to come in and, and, um, assist there. So we'll talk about it. And you, it's just been such a pleasure chatting to you and about your journey. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that reach out to you that 
could be suffering from thyroid. So get prepared to answer those DMs. Well, hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm more than willing to help. I'll try, I'll chat thyroid stuff all day long. Um, and I think, you know, one, one thing I think is really interesting or in, in, you know, maybe an opportunity uh, for your next guest is I always, I always love talking about thyroids, but I feel like there's not much knowledge on like how to support not having a thyroid. So like, what do we do yeah. now that we don't have one? Yeah. Right. Sh- share a little bit about that if you want. Like- oh, well, I think, I think number one, staying active is huge. Yes. Staying active is huge. Also being mindful of your body. Um, throughout my weight loss journey and my, my, my strong journey, I've had to go get my blood work done because as your body changes, your levels will change. So you have to also be very mindful of that going to get your blood work done frequently. Um, if you do feel like you're a little bit tired, um, more so than normal, you know, it might be your vitamin D levels. I don't know, but it also might be your thyroid. So, you know, just staying on top of that. Um, yeah, maybe different like doses of medication. Like you always have to get that. You have to get your blood work checked. So you can know that you're on the right dosage. Exactly. And I just, I literally just had mine shifted the other day because interesting, sorry, I'm going to go on about this for a second. Uh, Back in the fall, I think I actually told you about this, but back in the fall, I started getting heart palpitations and suffering from anxiety. And I just thought it was like stress and what was going on in my life. I'm like, oh gosh, everything's happening. I don't know. Um, And as it turned out exactly where my levels fell after getting my blood work done, my doctor was like, oh, did you tell me you were having heart palpitations and anxiety? I go, yeah. He's like, oh, that's because the way your levels are right now, your levels are here. That's what's causing it. Like too high, maybe. They were, were they I can't remember high? where it was, but it yeah. was something that they were just, they were just at a level where uh, they were known to cause people like a false anxiety and heart palpitations. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So just staying on top of your blood work and things like that, but I'm, I'm here. I love to talk. It's my job. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even for myself, like I get my blood work done at least twice a year mm, to check because, because in here in Canada, we have different seasons. Yeah. We are going to need more vitamin D in the winter and different and different vitamins than we would need in vitamins and minerals that we would need in the summer. So it's important to, again, be an advocate of your own health. If you don't love your doctor, be okay with seeking another one or going more, the natural path. Route. Yes. You mentioned mm-hmm. that earlier. And I think it's you know, really important to know, like I had both my, my traditional doctor and my naturopath working with me when I was going through my cancer treatment. Um, and I think it's really important to, you know, be open be open. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be on board yeah. for it, but be open to look at other options. Um, just, you know, my whole thought is if those things are out there for me to make me a better version of myself, I'm already on this journey, taking all these other steps. Why wouldn't I look at all the people who are there to help me? Yes. I love that being open because you don't have to pick a side. Like, no. of course, sometimes you do need antibiotics. Like sure. you're not going to get that from a natural path, nope. but there's also so many preventative things and also alternatives that you can learn and get from your natural path. And you can use a blended method. Like I'm all about that. But again, like we said, be advocate of your own health, do your research. Sandra, I ask everybody this at the end. I think, you know, my question, (laughs) but what does the word strong mean to you? Jenny, I will tell you, there was probably (laughs) 7,000 times when I was in my car and I'd be listening to your podcast and you ask your guests at the end, I'm like, well, those are so good answers. Such good answers. Like, what would I answer? And I literally just before we started this call, I was in the bathroom, washing my hands. Like, Oh my God, what am I going to say? I think being strong means trusting yourself, trusting yourself that you know what is best for you Mm. and you know how to navigate whatever is coming your way uh, and how to weather the storm. So, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily mean, um, you know, you go and you lift, lift your kettlebell. It means that you are strong enough to know your value, know your worth and know in your gut, what is good for you. Great answer. I love that, Sandra. 
I love that so much. And I think too, like so many of us are going through stuff where we might not feel as though we're, we're strong enough, but what helps me is to kind of like go back and remember times that I didn't think I was strong, but I got through it, you know? Yep. That really helps. Um, but Sandra, thank you so much for coming on. Jenny, thank you for, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) I should know better about talking over somebody. This is my job, but you know, I just want to, I want to say thank you for everything because from the bottom of my heart, um, you know, you helped me find, uh, this new journey and this new path. And I am forever grateful because you, you helped me remember who I am. Like I always say, this is just the beginning. We have so much more in store. Where can everybody find you? Uh, well, you could obviously listen to me, um, yeah. on <laughs> Z135. Every morning. Yeah. Every morning I'm on uh, six to 10 with my co-host Rick Campanelli. You may remember him, uh, Rick the temp. So he and I do mornings on Z1035. So you can listen to us weekdays. Uh, you can also stream us Z1035.com. Um, I realized I'm talking very quickly. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram. I'm at Sandra's on the radio. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sandra. Jenny, and- thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barnabelle Pay. Take care and stay strong.